Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. It looks like I'm live on every link. Hello, Periscope. Good to see you again, friends. Good to see you, Twitter. Uh, Periscope took me a while to get everything going. Got my new tablet in today. Periscope, um, been out of commission, I don't know, two and a half weeks uh, from going live on Periscope and Twitter. Uh, been a lot of hassle there, everybody. Today, I wanted to talk about, of course, the NFL playoffs. I know I'm keeping an eye on the clock, everybody. I know they start at 3.35 to be exact uh, central time there with Buffalo and Houston. Uh, going to go over that. Going to go over uh, daily fantasy picks. Some of you still play the daily fantasy in these playoff rounds. I am. I've already got a lineup here. Uh, been watching NFL Network in Rappaport saying there's a possibility this could be Tom Brady's last game. Uh, I'm calling for it to be possibly his last game today. Um, I think that... Um, uh, there's a good chance that he either retires or he goes to another team. Uh, I think Tennessee is going to beat them today. And that, that's what I want to start off today's program. Uh, 7 p.m., uh, 7.15 p.m. Central Time. Tennessee will play at New England. We know what happened last week. New England lost a must-win game to a Miami team that was decimated, but they got their act together towards the end of the season. Got a veteran quarterback in and uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick there and got it done. And I look at this Tennessee team and I think to myself, well, I hope I'm on uh, Periscope here. Uh, there's a lot of similarities there between the Dolphins and this Titans team. And I'm thinking, okay, the Dolphins – um, veteran quarterback, former coach uh, that, that that has played, that, that, that used to work on this uh, Miami Dolphins staff, Brian Flores. You got a veteran quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and a must-win game for New England. They go up there and beat New England. So I'm looking at this team today, Tennessee, uh, former uh, former linebacker, uh, uh, three Super Bowls. I did not know that uh, Mike Vrabel played on three Super Bowls. I thought he only played on one or two. Uh, played there eight or nine years, several years with the with this team. So I look at it, and the last time they played Tennessee, everybody beat New England 34-10. Now, that was November of last year. I look at that, and I think, okay, uh, a lot of people haven't mentioned the fact that Ryan Tannehill – Ryan Tannehill played with Miami for several years. So he has played, he is he's got a good look at these this, these defenses for the Patriots. And there's going to be a lot of familiarity there. You've got a lot of former players there, Deion Lewis, Logan Ryan. Those guys are going to be there for the Patriots uh, with Tennessee today, with uh, obviously John Robertson and Mike Rabel and those guys. So this is a very good opportunity for Tennessee to win this game. I'm calling for them to win the game 24-21. Uh, what does New England struggle against? Teams with a very good running game. Baltimore beat them. 
Cleveland gave him a lot of trouble, even though those teams are off by weeks. Well, Tennessee has the number one uh, leading rusher in the NFL, Derrick Henry. He seems to be 80 to 90 percent. I don't think he's going to have 200 yards like he did against, say, um, uh, Houston last week against their backups. I don't expect that kind of game. Uh, this Joseph guy, this this kicker for Tennessee, very accurate. I like him over uh, Nick Folk with uh, New England. Uh, New England does not have a legit deep threat. Tennessee is good against the run. Uh, so you start doing the checks and balances. Only real advantage the Patriots have. They got, they got home field. The Patriots have um, they have home field. They have the better quarterback. They have the better head coach, but they don't have any deep threat. They have a uh, they don't have the kicking game. They don't have the running game. Uh, they ha- they cannot utilize their secondary against a mobile Ryan Tannehill like they could against other quarterbacks per se. So my thing is. Uh, you start balancing everything out. Plus, Patriots are playing on a short week. Bill Belichick does not get that extra week to prepare like he has in the past. So I, I'm not a guy who uh, likes to be contrarian. I'm out of Nashville. I usually pick against this Tennessee Titans team. Uh, I thought that uh, the Saints would have uh, a rough start against Tennessee. They'll get off to a slow start because they come off that emotional game where uh, Breeze got the um, got the record. I want to say it was a single-season touchdown record. And I know that Michael Thomas was getting close to the single-season catch record. They played on a short week. They came up to Nashville, and I thought that uh, Tennessee would have a good game against them. They did. They scored 14-0. Um, they got off to a start. And I thought that the Saints would settle down and come back and win that game. Michael Thomas, their cornerbacks their could not stay with him. New England does not have that threat this year. I could be wrong. Sanu could have a great game. Uh, only way I see New England winning this game is a block punt, a turnover, a foolish turnover by Ryan Tannehill, which could very well happen, a defensive uh, type of play. But my, uh, my prediction is 24-21. Tennessee beats New England, possibly last game. Now, I did say that I think that Tom Brady may go play for Tennessee, but now with the the emergence of Ryan Tannehill and these young quarterbacks that are coming out over the next two years, preferably in 2021 with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields, Tennessee uh, looks like they're probably going to sign in and probably the wise move to sign Ryan Tannehill to the two- or three-year deal. I wouldn't give him no big long-term contract. I talked about that on another sports scope. But uh, as far as Brady going other places, he could just retire or he could play for another team. Colin Coward mentioned possibly the Colts with all their cap room, the offensive line, the head coach, uh, their deep threat uh, possibilities. That could very well be a possibility. That was not a possibility in August. But that was before that um, that Andrew Luck. That was before Andrew Luck, uh, you know, mysteriously retired and caught everybody off guard. So uh, Tom Brady, a lot of people would offer him a job, including a team like the Titans. But uh, I don't see that. You have a 31 year old Ryan Tannehill. 
is is as much chemistry as he's developed over that a short period of time. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't um, if they didn't bring in. Uh, I would be surprised if Britt did bring in uh, Tom Brady, but I just don't see it making any sense. Again. Maybe a team, if they can find a way to pick up some offensive line, a team like the San Diego or the L.A. Chargers. I think Phillip Rivers has played his last game. We'll see how that goes. I have a lot of time to talk about that. I'm going to break down the playoffs today, and I'm going to do daily fantasy for you uh, daily fantasy players. I've already got a couple. I got three teams in today. So uh, 24-21 Tennessee over New England today. Uh, I don't think that's out of the question. Okay. Buffalo plays at the Texans. This is going to be a really good game. This game's coming up here in about 35 minutes. Uh, Josh, uh, oh, God, what is this guy's name? Josh Allen is playing really well. Uh, You see the difference that a quarterback makes. This Buffalo team, everybody, most wins since 1999. Uh, Devin Singletary having a great year, coming off a rested game. Uh, now, remember, Houston rested their starters, too. So I think that Carlos High will be great today. Obviously, uh, Deshaun Watson. Now, they have some injuries. Will Fuller won't play. Jonathan Joseph won't play. So John Brown's going to be a really good play there for you fantasy players, your daily fantasy players. And I got him in. I'll go over that in a minute. Uh, but when it comes down, when push comes to shove, I just trust Deshaun Watson in those close games to make those uh, key throws, either it be to Kenny Stills or uh, to DeAndre Hopkins uh, or him running for first down by himself. Plus, this is in Houston. So I expect, and plus there's a possibility J.J. Watt plays today. Looks all indications he's going to play Jonathan Joseph will not play. Uh, I think this was going to be a, a much higher scoring game than people think. The over and under is 43. If you're playing over and unders, play the over. I think this is going to be a really good game coming up here in about 30 minutes or so. I like the home team, Houston. Uh, Houston's only a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I'll swallow those points. I think Houston's going to win this game. going to be a very close, high-scoring game. Uh, I like 27-24, uh, 27-24, um, no, excuse me, excuse me, um, 31, 30, 31-27 Texans win today, 31-27. Again, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Deshaun Watson needed that week off. I think they're going to play really well. Okay, tomorrow. Okay, Vikings Saints. Um, the Vikings will have Davin Cook back, everybody. The Vikings will have Adam Thielen, another game under his belt. I think the Vikings are going to come down there. They're going to play really well. Uh, I know about Kirk Cousins and his big games. That's the thing. There's not going to be any pressure. They're, they're going to be underdogs. They're eight-point underdogs in this game. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball across the middle. They've got a slot receiver in Devin uh, Stefan Diggs. Adam Thielen's playing, coming back. I think uh, these guys are going to give uh, the Saints all they can handle. But I do think the Saints pull away at the end. Um, 34-20, last-minute touchdown there. 
to win this game, but I think this game will be close as the game goes on. I do think there's going to be some scoring there from Minnesota. Uh, but that being said, for Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara looking good. Just cannot go against these guys. think they get the win there at home tomorrow. Now, the big one's going to be very close game. Took a lot of – I don't know why this game is the later game. The, the other game should have been the later game. Seattle at Philadelphia, two teams I really don't really care about. But I will say this, that uh, uh, remember everybody, Seattle beat them earlier this year in Philadelphia. Seattle beat them in Philadelphia earlier this year. I know Dwayne Brown is out. That's the left tackle for um, left tackle for Seattle. That's huge. But he was out last week against that Seattle uh, front seven, which is better than Philadelphia or against uh, uh, the 49ers front seven, which is better than Philadelphia's. And they almost won that game. So I'm going to pick Seattle to get the road upset. Uh, I think uh, DK Metcalf's going to have a big game here down the field. This Homer guy, Travis Homer, I think he's going to catch the ball out of the backfield uh, to prevent the pass rush in the screen game. Uh, last name Homer, that running back. Of course, Marshawn Lynch is going to be the lead back. Probably may, he might get a goal line score or something right there. But I do like Russell Wilson to carry this team, uh, even though they're limping. But guess what? Philadelphia is limping, everybody. So, I think this is going to be a really good game um, shaking out. I'm looking at, uh, I don't know, 17-14 Seattle gets the W on the road. Now let's get into a little bit of, um, just got an email from my dad. He's playing in fantasy. Here's my daily fantasy teams, everybody. Uh, let's go with uh, first things first here. Kirk Cousins. This is on DraftKings, by the way. This is a $3 team. Uh, pretty much all the leagues are standard at this point. These are for uh, both all the playoff games, Daily Fantasy. This is a DraftKings team winner. Gets like seventy-five dollars uh, I've got Kirk Cousins at 6100 Love the money there. Very low. Him and Tom Brady are great plays for the money. He's Brady's $5,800. $6,100 for Kirk Cousins. Uh, had a good game against these guys last year. I know it's on the road. He's a different player with Davin Cook. Uh, like I mentioned, all the targets he has, I got him at 6,100. Alvin Kamara, last two games, playing really well. Pulled out early in the game last week against Carolina. Uh, they wanted to play Murray a little bit more. Uh, blowout on the road. He only played about three quarters there. Still had a good game last week. Expect him. He's had a great game against Minnesota's defense all three times. Uh, the last two times they played. Now he's at home. I think he's going to have that much better of a game. 7,400 Alvin Kamara. Uh, Carlos Hyde coming off a of bye week. Remember, he didn't play last week. Uh, running back for Houston. This team is susceptible to the run. Uh, believe it or not, Buffalo's defense has improved much. Uh He's susceptible. Uh, they are susceptible to the run. And uh, I think Carlos Hyde's going to have a decent game, maybe 60 yards, touchdown, maybe a couple catches. Uh, I mentioned Stefan Diggs. Always has a good game against this defense. I got him at 6,600. Uh, I think he's going to play really well. 6,200. Adam Thielen. I think these guys are going to both have 
uh, six to seven catches and a touchdown apiece. I like that matchup there against this secondary. I don't know what it is about the Saints in that dome, but they just seem to give up a lot of points. I think they will give up a lot of points Sunday. They're playing a rested two-week-to-prepare football team in the Minnesota Vikings, even though I still like the Saints winning that game. Uh, Jonathan Joseph's out. So John Brown, a guy that can run like the wind blows, very fast player, got John Brown today. Now, listen, everybody, I did pick Houston to win this game, but I wouldn't be shocked if Buffalo didn't go down there and beat them because of John Brown and Josh Allen can both get away. Josh Allen can elude the pass rush. John Brown can run away from those corners there and be gone. Uh, I think he's going to have a big game today. I think they're just going to come up short and Houston's going to win. But I do think John Brown, the uh, 6,000 Buffalo receiver, is going to have a good one. Okay, Tennessee. Tennessee, and I'm going to make a prediction that John o. Smith is going to have the best fantasy game for the Titans. Um, I'm going to call him for him to win today. Uh, I think they're going to double uh, A.J. Brown at receiver, and they're going to put their best corner. Obviously, I can't remember that guy's name, but either way, he's like a practically defensive player of the year candidate in their uh, corner there for the Patriots, their best corner. They're going to put him on Corey Davis. John Lewis Smith's going to be the odd man out. I think John Lewis Smith is going to have about seven or eight catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. The tight end for Tennessee got him at 3,800. Uh, DK Metcalf, a guy that can get away from that secondary. Uh, last time they played, dropped a few wide open touchdowns. He won't do that this time. It's going to be really good weather football-wise in Philadelphia tomorrow. 42, uh, no real uh, uh, heavy breeze or anything, no rain, nothing like that. Great football weather. Uh, I think Metcalf has a big game there, about six catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown uh, for the Seattle Seahawks. Here's my other lineup here. Uh, let's see. Josh Allen at quarterback. Josh Allen, I predict, uh, 40 to 60 yards rushing. This guy's a heck of an athlete for Buffalo. I think he's going to have a good game. Uh, Latavius Murray, I think he's going to get a touchdown in low. Got him at 5,000. I got Josh Allen, 6,500, running back for New Orleans. Sony Michelle, he's 4,600. He's turned into the lead back. Last couple of weeks, he's looked really good for New England. Got him in there at 4,600. Uh, he's way down there. Uh, doesn't catch a lot of balls out of the backfield. May get a touchdown there. Expect him to get one close. On this lineup, I have A.J. Brown. I know a lot of people don't like to take the lead uh, receiver. Devontae Parker had a good uh, good game against New England last week. I think he'll have a good one. Uh, the lead receiver will have a pretty good game this week. Uh, he won't have a John Luke Smith game, but I think he there's a good possibility he could. Remember, Devontae Parker from Miami had a good game. Uh, because they, these quarterbacks can get out of harm's way. Not a huge pass rush for New England. So I've got A.J. Brown. Uh, let's see. Julian Edelman, questionable. Uh, he's going to play. Julian Edelman, last I've heard, he said that he has felt the best that he has felt in, in several weeks. Uh, last time he said that, he, he, he played Tennessee nine catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Really good game. I can see. Them, uh, the Patriots doing a rolling pocket and get Edelman the ball. Just don't see them finishing a lot. Seeing in Tennessee bending but not breaking uh, defensively. 
So I do think that uh, Julian Edelman will have a good game today. That's why I got him at 6,500. Mohamed Sanu, another guy, great slot receiver. I think New England's going to have trouble running the ball, so they're going to throw the ball, uh, do a lot of slants. Uh, I think they're going to get down, and I think that they're going to throw to uh, Sanu and Julian Edelman, everybody. Uh, tight end, uh, uh, Dallas Godert. He's going to be the leading receiver there for um, both tight ends for Philadelphia. Talking daily fantasy, everybody. Both tight ends for Philadelphia had a good game last time that they played Seattle. Got Seattle winning the game, but I think Dallas Godert is going to have a good game. 70 yards and a touchdown would not be out of the question. Six catches. I've uh, got him. And, of course, in the flex, I got off of bye week in this second lineup, Dalvin Cook. Uh, at 7,800, and I took that Eagles defense, who had 11 fantasy points last time that they played Seattle. Um, but I, like I said, again, I have uh, Seattle winning that game, but I think Philadelphia defense, because Dwayne Browns don't have, uh, they're going to get a few sacks on Wilson. I think he'll probably get a turnover or two, and maybe they score. I just see him pulling it out at the end. Okay, uh, other lineup uh, plays here in this third lineup for this week uh, for these games. Tom Brady at 5,800. Uh, Greg Ward's a great play for Philadelphia. And, of course, the Saints defense at 3,000. Like them, uh, ultimately, I think Kirk Cousins is going to be Kirk Cousins at the end and, and, and probably get a pick six for a touchdown and a sack. So, We'll see how that plays out. Now, everybody, I'll be back on Monday to talk about. There's a ton of storylines there. Uh, I wanted to talk about that. Um, oh, God. Sherman. Sherman, the um, Richard Sherman, the cornerback who used to play with the Seattle, now plays for San Francisco, made his own contract when he signed with San Francisco, coming off of a, I want to say, Achilles injury, come off a serious injury represented himself in that um, as, uh, he did not have an agent represent uh, representation. Uh, he put a lot of incentives in his contract. He hit all those incentives. It paid off really big. That was a big story this week. Him and Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk are having a beef back and forth. I'll talk about that on Monday. Also, I want to talk about the controversial hiring of Lane Kiffin hiring uh, DJ Durkin on Monday. Get into that a little bit. The uh, fire coach from the Maryland Terps. Uh, remember, he had the issue with uh, overworking one of the players in offseason. The player ended up dying, and he ultimately got fired. Uh, pressure from the fan base and mainly the families of that of other teammates on that team. Uh, just to show you how competitive a guy like Lane Kiffin is. And he also tried to get uh, Lane Kiffin, tried to get the strength and conditioning coach from the Alabama Crimson Tide. Also, I'll talk about, because uh, Monday, uh, Tua is supposed to make his announcement whether he's going to stay or go. It's not a lock he's going to go to NFL. The more I think about it, the more I'm leaning on him going towards the NFL. I did read that he is in New York this week getting a uh, doctor's uh, opinion uh, getting another opinion on his hip. That's a very serious injury right there. I'd rather get paid to um, rehab rather than not get paid. 
like someone said, I don't want to say again, Kyle Cowhart, that you know Nick Saban is a really good salesman, and there is a chance that he could come back. Now, one lineman, offensive lineman, Stan. I think I read today that another offensive lineman is declared for the NFL draft. So, 50-50. I think Jerry Judy, their leading receiver, will definitely. Uh, I read that he is like the number three prospect overall. Uh, I want to say that was Todd McShay out of ESPN. Cannot possibly see him staying with Alabama. But if if if, if for whatever reason the two stays, I will get into that on Monday, everybody. Just really glad to be back here on Periscope. Glad to have my tablet working again. Um, going to make some more announcements next week. Looks like I may go to a three-day week, uh, Sportscope Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Depends on my work schedule and uh, how much I can do that. And, I, and it looks like I may uh, do an article write an article on my Facebook, uh, Sportscope Facebook page as well. Uh, a lot of stuff to do. I just got to, uh, there's going to be some changes in my work schedule next week, and we'll see what that looks like. So everybody enjoy the games tonight here in about uh, 15 minutes. Uh, we've got Buffalo and Houston and then Tennessee and New England tonight. Could be Tom Brady's last game. That will be an interesting, I'll also get into that in the games on Monday. So, have a good weekend, everybody. I will see you Monday here around 11 p.m. Central Time on Sportscope.